the Rugby Live at Five podcast with Pat Courtney and Brent Pope from Radio Nova and Nova.ie. Brought to you by the Civic Sedan, delivering exhilarating performance and fuel efficiency. Visit Honda.ie. Brent Pope is here, and uh, how do we rate the nations? How do we rate the people playing for them? How do we think the final chart is going to look? We'll find out soon. I've got a few of your questions as well. Double four zero four one hundred. If you'd like to contribute, just ask a question, talk to Brent. Um, you can't have his phone number. No, however, if you want to get in touch, double four zero four one hundred. The Rugby Live at Five podcast with Pat Courtney and Brent Pope from Radio Nova and Nova.ie. Radio Nova, Drive with Pat Courtney and Brent Pope for Rugby Live at Five, Six Nations Rugby Live at Five, REM Losing My Religion. Here we are again. Here we are again. Good to see you again. Happy days. You too, my man. We've both been back to New Zealand since then. I'm just back about a few days and it's freezing. Is it, was it cold? Well, it's cold back here. Oh, I see what you it mean. Was, uh, <laughs> lovely. I, I left about, like you, I had about... People don't understand how much time you spend in airports. And, and oh, a, man. It's, it's not a, the flying. Well, 30, mine, I think yours was 40 hours. Mine was about 36 or 37. Yeah, it's all the three hours before booking. There used to be a time, I remember used to travelling back to New Zealand, you could get out in the States or whatever, zoom through immigration. That's it. Go down to Santa Monica for the afternoon, oh, really? come back, get on the flight with all your bags in about 40 minutes. They soon changed that, but because um, yeah, they used to, used to stop in LA, like there was a twenty-four yeah. hour flight, you could stop in yeah. LA while they put more diesel in. Yeah, and you had to stay in this room with no bar in it or anything. That's right, a plastic seat. There was nothing in those days. There was nothing. We said those days there was nothing in LA airport. Even though, remember, there used to be a vending machine where you could get more bars or something like that. <laughs> that was all. That was you're right. That was all. And to think that one of the biggest bloody airports in the world couldn't have anything more than that. You couldn't get a sandwich. You couldn't get or a sandwich. I know. Yeah, but but uh, you could also go outside. I used to go outside and sit in the sun or something. You could go out relatively yeah. easy and just come back in or something like that. There was none of the. Uh, there was none of, of course, the, the the worries about the terrorism at that stage. Yeah, well, that's you it. Know, yeah, so that, yeah, yeah. They let they let I mean, you roam around. I don't know how you. How frustrating is it when you you get off a flight and then you've got to go through and. Take all your bags out again. Take your belt off again. Put your laptop through again, and you think, you know, what have you actually, what have you discovered on the plane <laughs> while you've been flying <laughs> that you've got to go through again? You know, know, when you when yeah, you're in transit, exactly. so you get off a flight in transit, and then you go and you go through it again or something like that, and you wait in a room. I think, what did what did they think I've found in the toilets that they didn't uh, discover before? And uh, I'm going listen, but anyway, look, there is no logic to it. Whinge, whinge, moan, moan. No Good to be back. No I'm logic. looking forward to the rugby. It's going to be great because I think it's a really transitional period, and we've got new coaches. We've got plenty of new players. I'm optimistic about Ireland's chances. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. Me Actually. too. Let's just give us give us a minute. I'll play Reef and uh, let's, yep, that's let's the important let's thing to do. Play Reef the nations on <laughs> the Rugby Live at Five podcast with Pat Courtney and Brent Pope from Radio Nova and Nova.ie. Radio Nova with Pat Courtney and Brent Pope. Six Nations Rugby Live at Five with thanks to the sleek and sporty Honda Civic sedan, like a Pope shoe. <laughs> First question, one hit wonder, Reef or not? Yeah. I haven't heard yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, actually. Well, well it's a great, great song, but I haven't heard much no, no. from over the years. It never really, no, actually, neither have I. They did a, they did a thing with Sheryl Crow. No, but, sounds yeah. interesting. No, Brent, a song. Jesus. Oh, okay. Um, right, 
Rate, let's play Rate the Nations in the Six Nations. Well, I've, I've written I've written my list of where they where I think they're going to be. Yeah. All right. From wrong. From, <laughs> I haven't even seen it I yet. <laughs> he doesn't need to see it. Uh, oh, there you go. Have I've been passed the envelope have now. Yes, may I have, have the passed. envelope, please? Uh, and the Oscar goes to the one thing is you've got Eater. Last, she might be a bit offended. Oh, Italy. No, it's Italy. You've written yeah. Italy. The I, Italy. I, I did. I, oh, I you've did. got Ireland, England, Wales, Scotland, France, um, Italy. Italy. Uh, yeah. I, what have I got? Ireland, Ireland to Eng- top. Yes. England comes second. Wales third. Scotland, France, and Italy. You know, you might not be far away. Top, you know, somewhat the surprisingly, you've fluked, you've stumbled upon something. Jeez. I don't think, I don't think, look. He's back. I don't, <laughs> I'm just waiting for that damn sound game you play to hear oh, that again. Uh, yeah, you, that's still going. That's another story. I don't think you're going to be far wrong. I think everybody's thinking about France, they're going to do something. I think they're a bit inexperienced at this stage. I think they're looking four years down the track for the World Cup when they host it. They've got very young halves. Yes, I know Sean Edwards has gone, their defence coach. He'll give them a bit of that grittiness, but I think that'll take a bit of time. Italy, yes, I think you're right. They'll probably end up bottom of the... the, So I would just change the bottom two. I would have Italy last, unfortunately. Sorry if you're out there making pizzas or whatever. Um, It ain't going to happen for you again because it hasn't happened before. I think Scotland, they'll play out that perennial wooden spoon sorry for the Scots as well they're coming over here this weekend and hope um, so I think you're going to have Scotland Italy at the bottom I think you're going to have um, France and Wales midstream uh, and then I think you're going to have a, a fight out between Ireland and England uh, for the top spot I don't know whether Ireland can go to Twickenham and go to Paris and win both those matches mm, that's but big, I think yeah, that's I think that England may also be knocked off along the way. So that game in Twickenham between Who's Ireland the, and who England... Who do you think will knock them off? Wales. France could. France, France could. could. They yeah. have that ability to get it up for England every year, despite what team they have. Those games are always close. Wales also could do a number on, on England. Mm. Um, I think England are the most, uh, if you look at stable or unstable, in the words of rugby, England certainly going with the with the, the coach, Eddie Jones, a lot of players that perform well on the Rugby World Cup, a lot of players coming back from injury. So they're probably, realistically, uh, the favourites. I just think that Ireland win their home games, uh, beat Wales beat Scotland starting this weekend, beat Wales and beat Italy. Then you're looking at those two remaining matches, which was England away and France away. Um, so re- to me, it comes down to, to England and Twickenham. Mm, you know, never yeah, an easy yeah. place to it's, win. That's but a killer to play. Yeah. It's a killer to play, but then England might have lost. I don't think there'll be a Grand Slam winner. I don't think Ireland will be going okay. for the Grand Slam, but I think that each team might get knocked off in one game. Okay. Um, and, you know, so they could be playing for the championship. Right. Okay, gotcha. Donica's got a couple of things to say to you, and Elton John has a song to sing in a second. <laughs> the Rugby Live at Five podcast with Pat Courtney and Brent Pope from Radio Nova and Nova.ie. Radio Nova, Six Nations Rugby Live at Five. Pat Courtney and Brent Pope, thanks to the sleek and sporty Honda Civic sedan. Test drive one today at Honda.ie. Elton John's Philadelphia. You, you, you're not a, you weren't a big fan of that uh, the Elton John no, film, I, Brent. I, I wasn't. And people out there listening are probably going to call in and criticise. I didn't like it. I, and I was surprised that I think what it, it won the Golden Globe which is a pre-runner to the Oscars. Yep. I just thought as far as those biopics were concerned when you compare it up against Bohemian Rhapsody uh, which I loved 
Hmm. Um, even Judy Garland, which I love, those sort of musical type ones. What was the other one last year before Bohemian Rhapsody? Oh, not the Motley Crue one. No. Oh yeah, that was great. That was good. Yeah. That was great. Uh, yesterday, I think the the other movie. Oh, that was a clever idea when yeah. the Beatles hadn't yeah. been invented, and your man had all the tunes right, in his the head for a while. Th- it made you think when you came out of that movie, man. What what songs you would choose if you said that you would had written songs? What were the greatest <laughs> songs? I came away thinking, you know, what ones would you have liked to have said put your name to? But no, Rocket Man. I was a bit cheesy for me. But that's him, isn't it? Like, this whole thing has always been over the top. (laughs) More more is more. Nothing's ever too much, you know? I was bored with it, and I'm a a movie buff. I love movies. Did they? I haven't seen it. I don't actually want to, but I... I believe it's like a musical. They keep breaking into song. Yeah, you see, that would ruin it for me. It was, even though... Yes, it was kind of La La Land on steroids sort of right. thing, you know. Yeah, okay. No, I didn't. I no, I didn't. Like yeah, that. I see. I I, I, I see where you're going. Uh, Noel Gallagher's new tune was released into the wild this morning. It'll be on the radio shortly. Just gone half five. John Hart, what's happening? Good evening. The Sports Minister Shane Ross has announced a financial rescue package for the Football Association of Ireland to the tune of nearly 20 million euros. The government funding doubled to almost 6 million annually in a deal that will save the stricken organisation. Also today, the government has said it is in talks with French authorities to secure seats on a plane for a small number of Irish citizens who have indicated that they wish to be evacuated from China owing to the ongoing coronavirus. The World Health Organisation have called for urgent actions to stop the spread of the disease but didn't declare an official public health emergency. The head of the National Car Test has said it could be several weeks before the organisation knows the scale of the problem with lifts which has led to some parts of the NCT being suspended. Payments will be made to childcare services that close next Wednesday and the day of protest with creches still angry over a lack of payments. The Fianna leader Michal Martin doesn't believe Irish voters will be convinced by what he says is Funaguel's shifting Brexit narrative by calling it a train coming down the tracks and saying Phil Hogan says people are asleep at the wheel. Manchester United have confirmed the signing of Bruno Fernandes from Sporting Lisbon. He signed a five and a half year deal with the Red Devils. Graham Adul bounced back from a double bogey on the 11 to take a share of the lead on six under at the Saudi International. Scotland come to Dublin to face Ireland with five players retained from their most recent match against Japan in the Rugby World Cup. Roger Federer ruling out retirement after being beaten by Novak Djokovic in the Australian Open semi-finals earlier today. Cloudy with light drizzle possible, blustery conditions for a time. Rain spreading in the early morning, southwest winds again freshening with temperatures 6 to 7 degrees. Now you're up to date on Radio Nova. With Six Nations Rugby Live 5, Brent Pope's with me. And I've assembled, I've reassembled the uh, the People's Punditry Panel, Popey. Yep, I looking never... forward to it. Okay. Um, Bring it on, brother. <laughs> Bring it on. I've, I've got Dr. Dave, PhD, uh, Alex is back, and so is Donica. Okay, so we're starting off with a, a brand new cycle for the World Cup, another four years. A new management team. Now, I know he has a couple of non, non-capped players in the panel for Scotland, one of them playing. Should he not try and blood a few more players, players with low caps, just to try and bring them up so by the time, four years' time, they have, what, 20, 20-plus 20 caps going into the World Cup? That's the ongoing question, isn't it? That's the ongoing question. Yeah, it's a good question. There's two ways of looking, and I'll let Donica into a bit of management 101 um, as far as, as the way that Andy Farrell will be looking at it. Um is a situation where he's gone and really and said to the senior players, namely uh, Johnny Sexton, namely Connor Murray, CJ Stander, others, he's saying to them really, look, I'm going to put my trust in you to get some form back. 
Um, and you might be criticised for it before, but not putting players in like John Cooney obviously is the form player at Scrum Half Year still be a, a serious argument for starting with him but I think it's a shrewd move I think it's giving your leaders in the team a chance to play themselves back into form and saying look this is a new broom I'm willing to trust you for a week rather than throw a lot of young players in for the first game you know he's got to get off to a winning start as well you know it's important as a new coach you come in and win it's like going into a new job you know do you get rid of do you get rid of the people that have done a good job for you previously or do you go back to them and say hey I'm a new manager in here I want you performing at the best and I'm willing to give you a chance he will make if he's the correct manager then if those players don't perform then he'll make those changes for the next game but I think it will be a bit of a risk putting them out in the first game against Scotland when we haven't seen what Scotland can bring see this year no, there's new there's a coaches lot of unknown, actually. a lot yeah, of unknown yeah, yeah. so you know what are you what are you putting players out there for to potentially Weaken the side in a sense, not saying that John Cooney would weaken the side, but it's it's what I would have done. Okay. I had a serious think about it and thought, you know, I would have done exactly the same thing. Not that that's, you know, Andy Farrell's going to take any notice of what Brian <laughs> Hope was, was going to do, but uh, if you're listening, Andy, which I know you are, uh, uh, yeah, I agree with you, son. Okay. Well done. Actually, I think that Dr. Dave PhD takes almost an opposite view. Have a listen to that shortly. Noel Gallagher's new song was released into the wild, made selection this morning. It's called Blue Moon Rising. Now, remember he did Dark Star Dancing, and now it's Blue Moon Rising. And remember also he's a mad Man City supporter. The Rugby Live at Five podcast with Pat Courtney and Brent Pope from Radio Nova and Nova.ie. Radio Nova Drive Six Nations Rugby Live at Five with myself and Brent Pope. There's Noel Gallagher's latest one. That's a good song. You and I were talking all through it. How would you know? I liked it. Well done. No, I did like it. I didn't, <laughs> didn't like Rocket Man. I didn't like Rocket Man, but I liked. But that you like the Gallagher song? Yeah. Okay. And I wouldn't be. A, I wouldn't have been again. I wouldn't have been a huge Oasis fan. I, I like. Oh, that's their, not Oasis. I like the I mean, great song. No, but I like. I, I like it. That's you know. very different. Okay, well, that's cool. Well, again, you see, again, like Andy Farrell, Noel Gallagher is not going to care. Andy Farrell and Noel Gallagher are all listening to you now. Exactly. Dr. Dave, PhD. Well, Pat, what I'd say to you is obviously, you know, this this fixture, it's, it's always the most enjoyable one in Dublin. Scots arriving into, into Dublin, the, the lads and their kills. Oh, yeah. The gorgeous Scottish ladies with their accents. Yeah, I mean, and and the we, lo- we lose the undivided attention of our women folk for the duration. <laughs> but um, back up in Lansdowne Road, you know, I have to be honest, since the World Cup, you know, the amount of build-up, the amount of expectation, the reducing of the Six Nations to kind of a just one of those tournaments is not as important as the World Cup, whatever. So you think that we shouldn't really be using the Six Nations purely as a, as a sort of a, a blooding ground for new, newer players? Not at all. It's such an important competition. It's the pinnacle of the players' uh, careers, mainly. If you, if you hang it all in the World Cup, you can see, you see what happens. And uh, yeah, I know what he's saying. Bring in younger guys for sure. It's interesting that some of the older guys are still there, but there's already been a lot of changes to what was a winning team. Yeah. And that's why Dave has a PhD, because he's quite right. Apart from the accents, what do they think? People don't have accents, you know. These women arriving with accents. <laughs> what do they expect them not to say anything? But, uh, no, I agree with... Look, I agree with them entirely. You've got to earn... New Zealand rugby has been criticised the last couple of years uh, about capping players or giving players too many caps. They've used too many players, according to some ex-All Blacks, that they've kind of said, look, we'll try out a player. If he makes it, fine. You know, we'll give him a cap or whatever like that. If he doesn't, that's fine, because there's a lot of players walking around New Zealand that have played one or two times for New Zealand. Uh And the older players 
uh, that I talk to say, look, it, it, you know, you've got, you've got to earn your place in the side. So players have to earn their place in the side. And for a start, you know, it is a standalone competition. Ireland need to bounce back. They need to show that they've got a bit more going to the World Cup as the number one ranked side, failing, you know, let's call it that. They failed. I was over there myself, you know, huge expectations. So they've got to come back and bounce back. And the way you do that is by winning. It's all very well throwing all these new players in and saying, OK, we're giving the young players a go. Suddenly they lose to Scotland and people are on their backs again. So yeah. you've got to come up with that balance of old and new. He's, uh, he's you know, not selected a few players, Rob Carney and these older guys that would have gone to the World Cup. And he's brought in Caelan Doris, Max Deacon, uh, Ronan Callow, these young guys, to bolster it up. But they, they will be put into the team on a rotation basis over the next few weeks. Maybe against Italy or something. So I agree with Dave. I think that, you know, go out with a nice balance, which I think he has, of form players, uh, of players trying to play themselves back into form, give them that opportunity, give them that trust, and get off to a winning start, and then have a good championship. The he that we're all talking about is Andy Farrell, the new coach, and I particularly like this clip here of uh, a try from the last Six Nations. Uh, I like this because the Englishman on the receiving end is the son of our new coach. Meanwhile, Farrell drives it up, and now tries the clean break. It's going to be Jacob Stockdale for the line. Oh, that is brilliant for Ireland. The Rugby Live at Five podcast with Pat Courtney and Brent Pope from Radio Nova and Nova.ie. Radio Nova Drive with Pat Courtney and Six Nations Rugby Live at Five. Brent Pope's here thanks to the sleek and sporty Honda Civic Sedan. Test drive one today. Have a look at them at uh, Honda.ie. There's David Bowie's fashion. <laughs> I like this. Damien sent me this one. Uh, rugby. Noun. A collision sport of elegant violence where the ball is moved forward by throwing it backwards. Some would say it is the best time a person can have with 14 other people and a hooker. <laughs> um, with Andy Farrell being the new coach and with Owen Farrell being a superstar player for England. God, I can't stand him! I, when I heard Andy Farrell was getting a point, I thought, I hope we never meet. But anyway, um, there must be perhaps uh, some divided loyalties in the Farrell family, Brent. Yeah, <laughs> it's a very unusual situation, actually. A bit of trivia. They actually played together for Saracens. And I you know, I don't know whether that's happened in any other sport. Somebody out there listening might be able to say that has there ever been a situation where a, a father or a brother or whatever has coached another team against... I know probably in football you've had brothers play for different countries against each other, but not a coach coaching his son who's the captain of England. And of course, he's the coach of Ireland. Uh, but there was a very funny situation. They played together in Saracens. They played I... together, I think, one match where where he went. I think he went. Andy Farrell might have gone off injured, replaced by his son, oh. uh, because he had a son quite early. He might, I was uh, going to say he must have done. Yeah, because he's still Andy Farrell's still a, a guy in his mid forties. Hmm. So you're going to got to do the math. But um, there was always a great commentary in New Zealand rugby for people that can stretch their uh, names back. There was uh, there was three going brothers, actually four going brothers, all Sid, played. Sid, Ken and Brian, was it? Sid, Ken and Ben and Brian, and there was another one, but Sid was the most famous because he played for, for uh, the All Blacks and was a great scrum half. But there was a commentary one time where they were playing against, I think, a touring team, might have been Australia or something, the commentator, and the ball went out the back line, and the commentator said, going, 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 gone. No. Yeah. <laughs> That was brilliant, wasn't it? 
This is one of those things, you know, because it had passed, gone through all the going brothers' hands, and the winger had scored. His name wasn't gone, by the way. Yeah. But it was just a going, 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 gone. But yeah, a unique, uh, a unique bit of history with uh, Farrell or something, co- um, you know, coaching at, at side against the son. But uh, yeah, so it'd be divided loyalties. I don't know where the uh, where the mother or the wife stands on all this. <laughs> oh, she might be a Welsh supporter. She, she might be. Know. She might be. I have Prince. I have Reef, and I have Wings on the radio. After, You've already had Reef. Ah, oh, yeah, but this is the other one I was telling you about, the one with Cheryl Crow in it. Oh, that's right. It's slightly different. Yeah, I have to play this right. again because I like it. Meanwhile, Farrell drives it up. And now a chance to clean break. It's going to be Jacob Stockdale for the line. Oh, that is brilliant for Ireland. The Rugby Live at Five podcast with Pat Courtney and Brent Pope from Radio Nova and Nova.ie. Radio Nova, Pat Courtney and Brent Pope and Six Nations Rugby live at Five Wings and with a little luck. Uh, there's an event that we want to tell you about. It's a charity evening with Irish and Scottish rugby legends and it's on tomorrow and it's an aid of someone that you've actually met, Brent. Yeah. Uh, Doddy Weir. Doddy came over and did some commentaries with us uh, years ago with myself and George and RT. Um... But a, but a really a really tall guy always used to wear the Scottish tartan. He always wears the suits or something like that. But he's done amazing work, you'd have to say, for motor neuron. He's a sufferer himself. Um, how long? And, uh, how long is he? Well, I think I think I don't know how long he's had motor neuron. I think probably about four years. But he's raised millions for the cause. Um, as you know, it's a it's a horrific. Uh, diagnosis to get but he's gone out bravely uh, he keeps trying to raise money uh, and this will be a really good night so D2 starts at uh, starts at 7 o'clock there's a few other well-known uh, Scottish and well, uh, uh, Irish there's rugby players Mike Ross is going to be there Mike Ross Reggie uh, Corrigan uh, um, uh, Scott Hastings Reggie Scott Corrigan. Hastings there's a name wow yep. legend is right uh, and Paul Wallace, um, Paul Wallace, Wally. Yeah, so they'd be a good name. Look, when the Scots come to town, that other caller that called in before, oh no, it might have been Dave said it is good. Ah, it's great. They, they really have a good party atmosphere, and yeah. I think there's a real there's a real buzz on the streets about this season now. Forgetting about the World Cup, park that. It's a new cycle. Some exciting young players getting off to a start. Scots coming into town. Few beers. People off the January, you know, uh, gym period or whatever like that, looking to enjoy themselves. So. S- so, this is a great way to start at D2. D2, if you don't know where it is, Harcourt you, Street, you know the ma- you know the big, um, the, 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 ma- the cop shop on Harcourt Street. It's across from there and slightly off to the left if you have your back to the cop shop. Is it still the cop shop? Yeah, yeah, special branches in there, I know, because... Um, yeah, in about in, investigated. In, well, in the late 80s, it was hilarious because there's special branch there and a few doors down on the other side where <laughs> a bunch of us are running a, a pirate radio station. But you used to have to go in there and get your passport, I think, at one stage. Did you? Like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I was born with one. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Irish and Scottish rugby legends in aid of Doddy Weir, who has motor neuron disease, yeah. and that's a, that's an all-star lineup. Scott Hastings, Rory Lawson, Paul Wallace, Mike Ross, Reggie Corrigan. Doors open at 7, and it's a fundraiser, so I'm not going to... There is a bit of a charge on the door, but I'm not going to tell you how much no, it is. No, we don't because, want to say that. because, I mean, that's, yeah. not, that's not what people are going for. No. They're going for to give generously. It's yeah, a great it. cause. And all, um, all, all, the yeah. ticket, all the ticket proceeds on the night go to the My Name's Doddy... Foundation. And so, you know, he's, he's, he's uh, virtually a million, so, so well done, Doddy Weir. D2, D2 Bar and Garden and Club tomorrow night. 
I'm going to play... Who have I got lined up? I'm going to play Sniffing the Tears shortly. Sean O'Brien took it well. Slings a loose one. Carberry wriggles out of the tackle. Looks for support. Keith Earls outside him. Earls try number three for Ireland. Their lead grows. First points of the second half. The Rugby Live at Five podcast with Pat Courtney and Brent Pope from Radio Nova and Nova.ie. I've reassembled the punters, pundits panel for Pat and Popey. That's crap, isn't it? I'm, ne- I'm never going to do that again. Uh, because of Dr. Dave, PhD, and uh, Donica as well. And Alex, my man. What's the story? Us against Scotland. Can't wait. Saturday. 2.45 or something I think it is, is it? What do you think? Hey, Pat, so uh, great to be back. Look, very exciting tournament this year. I heard uh, Brent say he's quite optimistic about Ireland's chances this year. I was, I am. Look, I'm optimistic about us beating Scotland, but then again, look, I think Scotland are a bit of a disgrace at the moment. To be honest, my opinion's about the selection. I think I'm a bit let down. I think, make a statement, Andy, you know, it's it's your first, first weekend as coach. I think you need to pick the most informed player in Ireland. I think maybe the most informed player in Europe. And that's John Cooney. I think you're, you're being reminded that, you know, Andy Farrell is a member of the Joe, Joe Smith panel. Um, he was probably involved in picking the team. And it's just very disappointing. I think it's very safe. Look, I, I think we'll beat Scotland, don't get me wrong, but I think going away to Paris, I think going away to Twickenham, I think we could actually be pretty embarrassed over there. I think France are the ones to look out for. I think France are actually going to be the surprise package. I think there's a bit of revolution going on in French rugby. I think they got to the distance this weekend and beat England. If you look at it, they've won the last two World Junior World Cups, and I think, look, they're, they're set, they're on the right direction, and I think they're going to surprise England, they're going to surprise Eddie Jones, and they're going to surprise the nations this year. Yeah, he made some good points. Obviously, I talked about it before. John Cooney is the form scrum half, but I think you've also got to give Conor Murray the respect to say that he can play himself back into some, some form. So that's why I look at it. Absolutely. Mm. Like, he was the best player in that position in the world uh, just two years ago. Uh, has, was he hampered by the game plan? Was he hampered by by a neck injury that he didn't fully recover for? I don't know. As Johnny Sexton back at, at, uh, at full form, we don't know about that at all. But the only way we find out is by starting them Put this week. Have a look. You know, yeah. I think that yeah. Kelleher will come onto the field. I think he'll come on with Devin Toner in the sense that at six foot eleven, you've got a good target. Sort of get him into the game uh, uh, softly, than rather than just throw him in at the deep end. So I think I think it's a good balanced side. I, I hear what Alex is saying about France. I don't quite see the same optimism in French rugby this year. I think they're relying on a lot of young players to carry the burden. They have got an ace up their sleeve in, in the appointment of Sean Edwards uh, as their defence coach. Uh, previously, they know that he worked with Warren Gatlin Wasps and then successfully in Wales and the Lions. So he's a good fill-up because the defensive game in, in France can be a little bit weak, but I just don't think the domestic game in France is strong enough. If you look at the domestic game in Ireland, you know, uh, Ulster going really well this year, Leinster unbeaten, uh, Munster okay, you know, yeah, it's, it's like disappointment and, and, and Connacht, but still playing at the, at the high level and still capable of wins in Europe. Oppose that to Wales or what Scotland are doing. Scotland really only have two teams to pick from, plus a few players that are applying their trade elsewhere. But So I think, yes, are France capable of beating England? Absolutely, because that's the one game they want to win. It's the one game everybody wins. So... That's the game first. That'll be mouth-watering on Sunday. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you want for the tournament of France, weren't able to, to knock England over, and that would put Ireland in a really good position because, remember, every other every other year that they have Wales at home, Scotland at home, Italy at home, two of those games are intimately winnable, Scotland and Italy. 
the Welsh one's still up in the air a bit to see what Wales do, but then you're looking... I still believe that you're looking at England away, Twickenham, to really make it a good season for Ireland. But, look, I get Andy Farrell. You've got to get a win for a start. Um, I was lying. I was telling lies. Uh, I said that uh, we're playing at... Uh, two for- no, it's you're two hours too early. 4.45. 4.45. 4.45, so. Ireland, Scotland. The 2.15 one, Wales, Italy. You're going to have people there that listen to Nova sitting there two hours before the game. Pat. No, they won't. They'll just they be will. abusing me and on social media. And they'll be blaming you. You what? And then they'll try for the for the Nova sound while they're waiting. <laughs> That'll <laughs> give them two start. hours to kill. Oh, jeez. The France, uh, the France-England match is three o'clock. On Sunday. On Sunday. The next day, remember. Yeah. Not the, the same day. Not yes, Brent. Yes, Brent. Turn Thank up at Lansdowne. You. And okay, whatever. It's the Viva. Now I know. I call it. Lansdowne it's Lansdowne Road. Road. It's the Lansdowne Road. It's the Stillorgan Jeweller. It's the well. It has to be the two point three <laughs> arena because it's covered so many bases at this point. Hold on from Fleetwood Mac. Eight minutes gone. Only twelve to go. This to put Ireland two clear scores ahead. The Rugby Live at Five podcast with Pat Courtney and Brent Pope from Radio Nova and Nova.ie. Pat Courtney and Brent Pope on Six Nations Rugby Live at Five thanks to the sleek and sporty Honda Civic sedan. You can test one, drive one today. Well, not today because it's a bit late for that. But if you have a look at Honda.ie, It'll work it all out. Brent, I'll ask you for uh, the inevitable score prediction. I'm sorry. Hey, I'm in the media. You can't blame me. Uh, but the phone's ringing on double four zero four one hundred. Hello, Nova. Hey, Pat. How are you? Just checking that Nova noise thing. Is it gone or is it still on? Oh, it's very much still on. Yeah, that's, that's Brent. Brent is picking holes in me here. I'm wanting someone to win it. Hi, you, Brent. How are you? Good, and I think you're going to be that man. No, it's not. It's over. It's finished. It's oh, gone. What, what do you mean? You... Oh, it's over. Yeah. No, he okay. can have a guess, can he? What? What have you got? Oh. Go on, have a guess. It's a Philippine table tennis, serving the ball. How do they score table tennis? Do you get like one point or is it yeah. like tennis? Only one point on your serve. One point. Though. Okay, that's us one, you love. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing I said before I said that you were sarcastic And that's a prime example A decent enough guess And you had to come and say Oh, you know, you got the score Was it so much sarcastic? (laughs) But you gave that little delay Afterwards I was definitely taking the piss, yeah (laughs) Yeah, yeah, well there you go See, you admit it You heard it here first (laughs) Radio Nova the Rugby Live at Five podcast with Pat Courtney and Brent Pope from Radio Nova and Nova.ie. Ooh, Radio Nova with Pat Courtney and Brent Pope on Six Nations Rugby Live at Five. And that is Morrissey's latest. Bobby, don't brilliant. you think that... Isn't that good? That's brilliant. Isn't that amazing? You played some really good music tonight. That there... Noel wa- Gallagher's that, but that is excellent. Isn't that Love excellent? It. I walked in the building just earlier on this week and I heard that and I'm going, Jesus, what's that? It's kind of old school in a way. It's in not, a way. It's not, it doesn't sound traditionally like yeah, Morrissey yeah. or the Smiths. Thank but, God. But, you know, and he's had... He, look, he's had a, a mixed career over the last few years. Well... But that's brilliant. I, I'm, I'm, hearing, I'm hearing Johnny Mars influence all over you heard the backing vocals yeah. right who is it who is that woman I don't know Thelma Houston Thelma Houston yes 
God, that's going back years. It, but it's a power Disco, in her. Yeah. Brent. Oh, brilliant. The power in her. But even the song, I, like, I even like the title, Bobby, Don't You Think They Know. It, I, it, I it, haven't it, even Googled you know, I don't even know what it's about. No, no, it's good, it's good. Really good. Well done, Pat. Isn't that, I'm going to give you great? some congratulations. I think oh, it's a super song. I love that one. Um, Thelma Houston, by the way, is uh, 73. <laughs> Thing. Well, she's still got and a she could voice. do that at 73. Hello. Well, look at yourself. Doing okay. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> you. Still doing well. Uh, you? Uh, man. You accused me of taking the proverbial. All right, listen. On the spot. I'm sorry. I'm, on the spot. You, you know, it's I have it all usual, worked out. The, you have it worked out. Okay. Five tries to Ireland, so, a few conversions. Sorry, whoa, whoa, a whoa, 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 whoa. Start again. I couldn't hear you. Have it all worked out? Yeah. You were going to ask me to score. Yes. And I said, I've got it worked out. Ireland are going to score five tries. They're going to convert three of them. Might be a penalty chucked in. The score is going to be 35-16 to Ireland. Sorry, Scots. Brent, it's been brilliant having you back. See you next week. See you next week. Brent. All right. Greg Cochran's in. He's going to play this soon. This has been the Rugby Live at Five podcast with Pat Courtney and Brent Pope. Brought to you by the Civic Sedan Diesel. Available in six-speed manual or a nine-speed automatic. Visit Honda.ie. Join us next week for another podcast or catch the show live Thursdays at five on Radio Nova and Nova.ie.